Listener Production. Pill testing. In one form or another, people have been checking their illicit drugs for more than 50 years. But in Australia, it's still pretty unusual. The first and only fixed site pill testing clinic started operating in Canberra in July 2022. Queensland has just announced its plans to become the second place in the country to roll out pill testing at both fixed and mobile locations. The Canberra test site, called CanTest, has been finding some interesting stuff. In November, one of the samples that was expected to be cocaine turned out to be urea. Shout out to the person who probably paid quite a bit of money for some stinky garden fertiliser. I'm Ellen Fidian, science journalist with Cosmos magazine, and today I'm wondering, how does pill testing actually work? Is it a good idea? And what have they actually found in the drugs they've tested? In Australia, there are two general types of pill testing, reagent kits and professionally staffed centres. Reagent kits, also called presumptive drug tests, can be bought online. These kits have chemicals in them that are designed to react with the drug you're looking for, or the contaminants you're looking for, and usually change colour so you can identify them. The equipment varies from kit to kit. It might be little bags with tiny colour-changing crystals you put the pill in and shake, or it might be a rack of test tubes or strips like pH strips. Some kits also need other equipment you'll probably need to buy online, like a milligram scale to weigh tiny shavings off a pill. They're designed to be easy to do and can be done in private by the person intending to use the drugs. But this means they're also prone to human error. Even if you follow the instructions perfectly, and the instructions vary from test to test, Anything that relies on eyeballing a substance and deciding what colour it is will be vulnerable to misreadings. Plus, one test can only deliver one bit of information. If you do a test on a drug you believe is MDMA, and it confirms that, yes, it is MDMA, you'll need to do another test to check its purity. Then, if you want to look for common contaminants, you'll need to do a third test, and if you want to check for a less common but more dangerous contaminant, like fentanyl, you'll need to do a fourth. Each of these tests is going to cost more money and increase the risk of human error, and none of them will be able to tell you if there's something really unusual in your samples, anything that a test developer wouldn't think to look for, like heavy metals or plaster dust. The other type of pill testing is done by a scientist in a clinic either at a pop-up booth at a festival or at a fixed site. The only legal staffed centres in Australia have all been in Canberra, two pop-up clinics at Groove and the Moo festivals, and CanTest. It's more common in some other countries, particularly in Europe. If you want your drugs to be checked at one of these, you'll head in and hand over a sample. The scientist takes a small scraping from it. They also ask what you're expecting the drug to be, and you'll probably need to sign a disclaimer saying that, regardless of the results, you know the drug can't be completely safe to take. In Canberra, all of this is free and completely confidential. The scientists might do the same types of reagent tests that are done online, and they'll be a bit more accurate because they're in a more controlled environment. But these days, it's much more common that they use some analytical chemical machinery. That's how CanTest operates. These techniques are way faster and more accurate, but they need trained professionals to interpret the results. The fastest method is called infrared spectroscopy. They put the sample on a detector and shine infrared light through it. This makes a unique signal for every chemical in a sample, which a computer can then check against a big database of other infrared signatures. 
In a few minutes, infrared spec can tell you whether or not the drug is what you're expecting and if there are any contaminants. It also generates a score that tells the tester how confident they can be about the results. Testers sometimes also use spectroscopy that uses other types of light, like UV light, to get a bit more data. Another technique is called chromatography. This involves pumping the sample through a very thin tube which separates out all the different substances inside it. It usually takes around 5 to 10 minutes, and it's particularly good for testing samples with lots of different contaminants mixed in. The combination of these techniques will tell you what the substance is, how pure it is, and any dangerous or unknown contaminants. A lot of these clinics, including CanTest, have qualified drug counsellors and medical professionals to chat to on site as well. This can range from someone just checking that you know where to get help if something goes wrong, through to mental, sexual and general health advice if you ask for it. These sites also share information about the drugs, but crucially not people who brought them in, with law enforcement agencies. So if a particularly dangerous or unusual substance shows up at a clinic, they can get a better idea of where it is and how much there is around. CanTest has been releasing monthly summaries of what they found on their website and socials. Look it up if you're interested. They've been testing about 100 samples a month. In January, they tested 41 samples that had been brought in labelled MDMA. But only 29 of them actually had MDMA in them, and purities in those ranged from 4% to 84%. Non-MDMA stuff included sugar, methamphetamine, and a few derivatives of other drugs like ketamine. They've also been able to send out a few health alerts after detecting rare and dangerous contaminants, or entirely new substances. The equipment we use for pill testing is getting better and cheaper to make. You can buy smartphones with infrared cameras in them now, and if you've got an infrared camera, you've got half the tech you need to test things more closely. In fact, researchers have been working on very simple infrared pill testing devices for nurses to check prescription drugs, and these could be used on non-prescription drugs too. We might not be far away from pill testing apps on our phones. While an app would be better than a reagent kit, it still wouldn't be as trustworthy as the professional version. Plus, since it's connected to a smartphone, that's a pretty obvious privacy risk. So it's not necessarily going to get the green, or rather infrared, light. A fully equipped pill testing service isn't cheap to run. Both governments and private businesses in Australia are really cautious about funding pill testing. But serious drug problems, and in the worst case scenario, deaths, also cost a lot of money in healthcare, as well as being devastating. So might pill testing nip the problem in the bud? Well, maybe. We know these services are good for monitoring the drug market, so that's an advantage. Both the Australian Medical Association and inquests led by the New South Wales and Victorian state governments have recommended, or at least suggested, more pill-testing trials in Australia. The inquests each happened after overdose-related deaths that theoretically could have been prevented by a pill-testing interaction. But now we're playing what-if. Pill testing almost definitely doesn't increase harm from drug use, and it probably decreases it a bit. But we need a lot more data before we're as confident about it as we are about, say, vaccines. So that's the 100% pure detail on pill testing. 
For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained.